All right then. Where did I leave this? It's the Manitoba Beer Cast. Hi, Brad Gordon here. This podcast is dedicated to searching out and enjoying Manitoba brewed beer. I talk to the folks who brew it, grow its ingredients, distribute it, and serve it. This beer cast wants you to drink local beer more often. This is episode number six. And you know there's an old saying. You want to make God laugh? Tell him your plans. Now that might explain the gap in episodes of this cast. Nobody starts a podcast expecting to pod fade. Nobody wants to quit and then leave it lapse. It just happens. Life happens. Once in a century, pandemics happen. That said, here's the plan going forward. You can expect the episodes to be sporadic. They will come along when they come along. I can't lock myself into a weekly thing right now. Life is indeed too random. So let's get started. It's summer again. Golly, what was my first clue? But there is so much to do and so many places that are open with local beer that are only open for the summer. There's the joy of the tasting room patios. There's the beer can outside the granite. There's pop-up festivals. Local brewers are providing the official beer at your favorite cultural events. And there's always finding Manitoba beer when you're at the lake. Now, I can attest that the Lake House at Clear Lake hosts an impressive choice of Manitoba beers, both on tap and in cans. The White Shell, less so, but they have Lake of the Woods, and their stuff is everywhere in the region. But I'm going to be checking in the weeks ahead and talk to the folks over at the White Shell Brew Pub. Also, in the last little while, we've been seeing more and more contract brews on the market and more breweries opening throughout the province. There's a public brew house and gallery in Steinbach. Brandon got its second brewery with Section 6 on Princess. Morden's Rendezvous has already started uh, putting a couple of its brews into the Liquor Mart system. And Obsolete Brewing in Dauphin is moving towards a grand opening. Meanwhile, it's the season for Rattlers, Fruit Sours, Seasonal Beers, and even Cocktail Beers and Blender Drinks. Yes, Blender Drinks. There's simply no excuse for drinking that bad macro beer. Is there now? This episode, I want to talk about spectator sports and the longtime connection to beer. Now, any Winnipegger with a memory of the ancient Winnipeg Stadium or arena is going to have some memories of that particular operation. It was a little bit Soviet in style, like lining up at the gum store for your rubber boot. This week, we have left. Next week, perhaps right. Anyways, you'd get in a long line, produce your money, have a choice of two brands, maybe three, get your beer, move on. And at the end of the process, for the gents, having a beer resolved itself in the fabled urinal troughs that public institutions seem to favor when building large institutional buildings in the first half of the 20th century. As the liquor laws got liberalized in the second half of the 20th century, one pro sports team in Manitoba was able to wriggle out of the claws of the Winnipeg Enterprises Board. Now, some folks called it the last refuge of the Soviet commissars. God knows they drove the first Jets team away. 
Anyway, there was a new model. You controlled your building, and you controlled the fan experience. It made it better. Sam Cates and the Gold Eyes' new downtown park was built to those standards. An open-facing concourse was there, lots of kiosks, with food and drink choices. So, with the Gold Eyes in control of their park, and able to choose who they did business with, they were able to focus on local vendors, local brands that people loved. And last season they decided to get rid of the macro beers and went all local. So, seeing that they get the gold medal among sports teams in this town in terms of commitment to local beer, I gave a phone call to Gold Eyes GM Andrew Collier. Andrew Collier of the Gold Eyes, thank you for doing this. Let's talk about the fact you guys have a history with Manitoba Brewers. Um, how did this come to be and when did it come to be? You know what, we've been serving Fort Gary for over 10 years now. That's kind of where it started. In 2018, we opened Craft Beer Corner, and we were able to highlight and invite a number of the craft brewers into Craft Beer Corner. And then in prior to last season, we made the decision to go 100% local with our canned beer and at Craft Beer Corner. What motivated that? There's just so much good beer in Manitoba. We we felt like um, we wanted to offer our fans um, made in Manitoba alternatives when it comes to beer. Not just beer, but just about all of our food vendors here are local as well. We have a little pizza heaven, Big Smoke, Mr. Pierogi, Bodegos, uh, you name it. We've got just about every every food option you could want and they're all from manitoba so we wanted to do the same thing with beer so we made the decision to go with canned beer from fort gary trans canada little brown jug and torque and then this year at craft beer corner we're going to have 15 different brewers at craft beer corner throughout the summer that's really organic. You guys are positioned differently than, say, you know, say the the Big Blue or the Jets in that sense. In that, you, you really do try and make a tie back into the community, right? We do. We uh, we consider ourselves a community team, and we want to support the community community partners that are out there. There's just so many good food options, beverage options that uh, we want to stay local. For those who haven't experienced it, uh, try and explain to me Craft Beer Corner. Craft Beer Corner, not only does it have eight different great beers every game, and it changes just about every homestand, but the views from Craft Beer Corner are some of the best views in the city. So sit there and watch a game. You have the Canadian Museum for Human Rights in the background, and you're sitting in left field. You have a great, great view of the game just a great place to be no doubt about that um i was downtown adjacent uh for at least a decade back in the aughtsies and one of my my happy places was to come on a sunday afternoon and sit out in the uh the far left-hand field and sit there with a beer and just watch the summer day go by so that's a lot of fun um and also it's it's you guys are also family affordable for the most part so this is this this whole organic Manitoba experience. It's something for the whole family to kind of get a feel for, right? It really is. We've tried to keep our tickets to an affordable level. The food options are, are affordable and, and the beer options, we try to keep it uh, affordable for, for everybody. 
Now, there's a program you guys have done for a couple of years. Um, it's your Craft Beer Corner voucher booklet. Could you explain the program? You can pick up the craft beer booklets at the ballpark, and it's it's a great package. It's five tickets and five beers, and the price is $95. Do the math. It's a saving of what, 25 bucks, 30 bucks? It is. Yeah, it's a great savings. Excellent. And and if you're going to be going on a regular basis, it's a great idea. Also, can I buy the booklet and say go with five friends to a game? You bet. Yeah, you can redeem them all for a game or you can come five times yourself. Totally up to you. All right. Time for the beer heads to gather their friends and go then. Um, okay. There's one last thing that I want to talk to you about today, and it's it just got on my radar um, this is beer festival season and you guys have one to call your own. You've done it before, but tell us about this year's, uh, local beer festival. Yeah, it's our second annual brew fest. It's on Saturday, July 22nd from one o'clock in the afternoon till five o'clock. Last year we had 19 brewers on the concourse. This year we'll have 24 different brewers to come down and taste what they have to offer. We'll have a couple bands playing on the field, uh, we'll have some food options available. It's uh, It was so much fun last year, and the brewers seem to have a good time. So we're doing it again this year. It's excellent. I'm looking at the list. I don't think you've missed anybody inside the perimeter. And, uh, of course, a couple of the branding guys. Looks like they are involved as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the, uh, the new Brandon Brewery out here. Um, you guys have built a great relationship with the brewers. Uh, is how reciprocal is it? What do you hear back from the uh, from the brewing community in terms of how you guys are committed? They're thrilled. Yeah, I've made a lot of good friends in the craft beer industry um, through through this and and visiting their tap rooms and and they're just thrilled to be here to be able to expose their product to to a different clientele. A lot of times, it's it's people going to their tap rooms and they find out that they're at a gold eyes game and they come down and, and try it here or people come to a gold eyes game and, and taste their beer for the first time. And then they end up at the tap room. So I think it's a great reciprocal arrangement. Speaking as the guy who harasses every restaurant, waitress, waitron, every bar owner, what have you got that's brewed locally? The answer for you guys is it's all brewed locally. And I love that. We, we have 18 different beers at every game, and I say to people that that weren't weren't some people weren't thrilled with our decision to to go away from the macros, and I tell them that we have 18 different beers here, and I'm sure there's one that they will find that they like. So for sure, excellent. Look forward to getting out to the ballpark this year, Andrew. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Take care. Big thanks to Andrew. Go to GoldEyes.ca. It explains everything, including those ticket packages. Now, if the Gold Eyes take the prize for best commitment to local beer, there's a number of sports teams that can be said to be vying for second place. Now, the now-departed Winnipeg Ice did have a tie-in with Fort Gary Brewing. The MJHL has clubs throughout rural Manitoba, so logically, it's got a tie-in with Farmery. The Blue Bombers have opened the window a crack. They're one of those teams tied to a macro contract. In their case, it's Coors Molson. And uh, we've had to endure some really weird AstroTurf craft beers at their craft beer kiosks. Well, that all changed last season when they decided to offer beers 
from Manitoba at a number of kiosks that they control. Uh, one in the upper and lower deck either side of the stadium. The lineup this year, three brands of TransCanada Brewing, Little Brown Jug's 1919 flagship beer, and two from Farmery. Now, previously, Brazen Hall's Haze Bomb was my go-to at IG Field. Haven't quite settled in on what my favorite flavorite is this year. Well, that leaves the Jets. And the NHL runs on its big corporate brand tie-ins. So you'll get whatever their current contract allows from InBev. So sorry. One thing I'll note, that Goldeyes Beer Festival, despite being outside is the kind of beer festival I like. Now, I had some mayhem on my end, and I missed out on the one I really wanted to get to in June. That was the All-Manitoba Brewers Clear Lake Festival, up at that town's historic Danceland building. Now, mind you, there was no air conditioning, so it would have been a sweaty, fun evening. It was the same weekend, though, as the Flatlanders Fest over at Canada Life Centre for the True North Foundation. I made my choice. Circumstances intervened. But that's kind of the choice you have to make. My personal take on the big festivals is that you can do one of those every few years and kind of feel satisfied. The big brands will roll out whatever they have planned for the season ahead, and usually it's the latest version of Bud Light. This year, Bud Light Bacon. Fine. Thanks, guys. I'll, I'll avoid that. You will also find some global brands that will show up and give you a chance to taste stuff you normally wouldn't. It's in that far rack at the liquor mart, and normally you don't go there unless you're feeling frisky. Mostly, though, you're stuck discussing with a Molson Coors rep where that allegedly craft beer is made, and how the parent company has only bought a small stake in the company, and how they promise the beer won't get test marketed and tweaked to death until it tastes like everything else in that universe. So, watch for the small events. Go all local. Chances are you're going to enjoy it. That's just me, though. Your mileage will vary. Hey, a quick note. It's not necessarily fresh news, but early in June, the Canadian Brewers Association gave out their annual awards in Halifax at their big convention. A number of Manitoba brewers got to take a bow for some of their products, and some of them might be your favorites. Torque took home a silver in the wheat beer Belgian style category for their, of course, witty Belgian. Section 6 out of Brandon got a nice debut. They snagged an honorable mention in the English bitters category for their R&D English ale. Low Life Barrel House scored a gold for their blood cut IPA in the American style Brett beer category. Kilter took home a pair, a silver for their Waves India Pale Ale, and an honorable mention for their coconut-heavy bounty in the flavored stout porter categories. Congratulations to all. Try them out if you haven't tasted them. So here's the hopes for the weeks ahead. I'm hoping to pull out my portable Zoom studio and start making the visits to the tasting rooms of a few brewers in the next few weeks. I've got to tell you, this piece of technology, it's in my hand. My previous one, one of those Rode podcasters, it needed its own suitcase. Now I can carry a bag, and the heaviest thing is the bases for the microphones. Also, in the weeks ahead, I'm going to be on a quest to find a Manitoba brewed beer that can replace the big macro brands. You know, the kind of beer you can give to your brother-in-law, and it won't be scared away. It won't be too weird for him. This is a war worth winning, folks. We can replace 
a lot of those bad macro beers and avoid, in fact, yes, avoid Bud Light Bacon. You know it's coming. That is it for episode six of the BeerCast. The BeerCast is on Twitter, as long as that platform lasts, at MBBeerCast. The email address, beerme at manitobabeercast.com. You can touch base with your nominations for that replacement for big, big beers. Or bring me your recommendations when you come across something great. Share with the class. Did you bring enough for everyone? And visit manitobabeercast.com for the links to Apple Podcasts and all the other pod platforms. Yes, it keeps mutating. One easy way to subscribe, though, sign up with the email podcast subscription. You get an alert every time an episode drops with links to the page. Theme music for the BeerCast is Ottawa's Admiral Bob. Hey, thanks for listening. Until next time, please keep it chilled. Lucky is a beer, beer drinker's drink. Long as you keep drinking beer, that flavor comes through loud and clear. Lucky is a beer, beer drinker's drink.